Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast brought to you by Arkansas Valley Electric. Today, we will be shining our employee spotlight on member service specialist, Cindy Bowman. Cindy was hired at Arkansas Valley Electric on June seventeenth, 2013. She is the member service specialist of billing issues. Her focus is commercial accounts, net metering, levelized billing, prepay, pledges, and agency payments, priority accounts, and members who need special assistance due to medical or are disabled or are senior citizens. That's quite the introduction, Bowman. Yes, it sure is. And before we get started on Cindy's uh, employee spotlight here, I noticed at the top of our um, podcast notes we're season two, episode one, Jenkins. Very nice. Awesome. Couldn't have a better guest for season two, episode one. So, Cindy, this is a lot more informal than than the one you and Tony were on um, to finish up, I guess, season one um, when we talked about LIHEAP and how we assist our members. But uh, we just want to get to know you, so we'll jump right in. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you came to work at Arkansas Valley Electric seven and a half years ago? Well, uh, my degree is in horticulture, and... Um, I realized as a single mom back in the 90s, uh, actually in the 80s, I should say. You're gosh, dating yourself. That's, that's been a long <laughs> time ago. That I was not able to um, provide for my kids. Um, with that horticulture degree, it was just too difficult um, to find uh, good employment that that we could actually um, that we could actually live on. It was very difficult. So. I grew up in a customer service background. My grandparents owned a hardware store that my parents bought, and I grew up in that as a kid. I worked behind the counter and did all the stuff in the hardware store up until my 20s. So customer service and waiting on people and taking care of them has always been in my background. So when I needed to make a change, I made that change to customer service. And... um, My job changes took me from Michigan, where I was born and raised, to Tennessee, North Carolina, Florida, and then ended up in Paris, Arkansas, with my current husband, who is from Paris. So when I got here, uh, I had a job at a company in Fort Smith called Qualserve Corporation, and I was working on a national account for them and saw the opportunity to... um, interview for a position here at Arkansas Valley and jumped on that and was very blessed to to get that job. Awesome. Where was the hardware store at? Muir, Michigan. Muir, Michigan. Little town of 800 people. We were kind of a big farming community, kind of like Scranton. Yeah. Uh, Very much like Scranton. Huge hardware store um, that was in business over 85 years. Awesome. More people living out of town than in town. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you like to take this opportunity? Uh, you mentioned your husband Terry. 
Um, I called him out by name. I hope you don't care. Would you like to take this opportunity to tell him how lucky he is, Cindy? <laughs> I am the one who's lucky, oh. Brandon. I mean, <laughs> we we uh, we have a great relationship. Um, we are blessed that uh, later in life I found um, the love of my life, I guess you can say, but really someone that clicked with me and someone that finally uh, was my yin to his yang. There you go. And between us, we have four kids and ten grandkids, and we are very blessed. Sweet. Sounds like it. Um, in the seven and a half years you've worked here, um, can you just talk about some of the positions that you've held and um, how, how do you believe those positions have led to where you are now? When I was first hired um, in 2013, I was hired to – Uh, start a call center. Arkansas Valley did not have a call center at that time. And um, we were back in the receptionist days where a receptionist answered the phone and routed your call, as you know, Brandon. The switchboard. The switchboard. Seems like eons ago when it was, we've really come a long way in seven and a half years to where we are now. So I set up that call center and um, got it going. And then our department reorganized And so my position changed a little bit, and that's where I got more into um, the software and billing uh, issues that I take care of. Um, When I first came here in 2013, we made a software change, so I am lucky to only have worked with the current software that we have, and I've kind of made that my mission to understand it and stay on top of it. and that's kind of where it's got me today. So can, can you tell us, um, and I know where this is going, this is going to be a question that was almost suited for you to talk about. Tell us about the position you hold now and the impact it has on Arkansas Valley and our members. Well, a lot of what I do every day is help our member service representatives um, in our department and people in other departments when they have questions about billing, um, about our software and how it works. Um, So that's a great opportunity that I have with our newer MSRs that we have that we've recently hired. I kind of feel like I'm helping them learn and understand not only the electric side, but the billing side. Um, I also interact with other departments like engineering, um, staking, um, and some of our other departments do a lot of work with our service department, with John Yates. He and I have to interact often when work is done in the field, so we make sure that that's correctly uh, reflected in the software. Um, meter changes. Uh, this time of year, house fires, you know, was the meter at a loss. Just things like that that everyone assumes just happens, but there is a lot of work in the background that that we have to do to make that correct. And um, the best part of my job is my interaction with the members. Um, and I think that's probably where you were going. Uh, you know that I, I like to deal with people and I like to help people. And I in this position, I get that opportunity multiple times a day, whether it be understanding their bill, um, finding assistance to help them with their bill, uh, doing their capital credits. Um, Now we're big into net metering and have several net metering accounts. So understanding 
uh, how their generation and their consumption is on their bill, just a whole gamut of ways that I get to interact with members every day. Cool, cool, cool. You're busy. Pretty much, yes. So what, and your days can vary a lot. So let's, yesterday, what did yesterday look like for Cindy Bowman? Well, usually when I come in every morning, I have a number of reports and emails that I go through and do that's just a a daily thing that we keep track of. There's a couple of balancing reports that I do. So that's first thing every morning. And then uh, start in with emails, um, monitoring service orders that are done in the field. I monitor that for two of our four districts. So um, you're watching over what every serviceman does. And again, if he changes a meter, I've got to go into the system and change that. I did a few of those yesterday. Um, and then yesterday, we have started to uh, work collections again on our fiber accounts. So that was something new that we haven't done in 10 months. Um, due to COVID, we have had a suspension on our disconnects, but we're back trying to get everybody back online with their bills. So I was suspending service on some fiber accounts for most of the afternoon and understanding how that software has changed in the last 10 months and how we need to work with it. Um, And then had some few billing issues to do before I left last night at six o'clock. So I had to get a few things done because we did generate bills this morning So yesterday was kind of a time-sensitive day where I had to get some things done so it would reflect on the bills today. Did you see any daylight yesterday? (sighs) No, I don't think I did. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to jump in. I'm two offices down from Cindy, and I don't know that I've ever gotten here before her except a couple of times when I've come in really early. (laughs) And I know for a fact I've never left after you because I'm normally like, don't leave me here alone. It's dark. (laughs) So, I mean, you're... You go above and beyond every single day. I just tried to do what needs to be done to take care of business. And, you know, that's always been the way that I was raised. Um, you take care of people first before you take care of yourself, and that's, that's what I do here. All right, so our last question before the infamous lightning round, which you do not have any idea what the questions are that's the most fun part of this whole thing um if there's one thing about your job that you would want members to know about what it's like to work here at arkansas valley electric what would that be probably that we all take for granted including myself when i come home from work at night and it's dark and i flip the switch on and the lights are on at my house and I never realized until I came to work here what huge effort a huge amount of people take to get to that point, especially when you you think about um, starting new service to a location that never had electricity. Um, I mean, we just, it's just something like turning on the faucet with water, turning on the electricity so that you can stay warm tonight or stay cool in the summer. We just take that for granted. And there is a huge, huge backdrop of things that have to happen for that to come on and then for that to stay on, especially during an outage when we have storms. 
Um, I get frustrated when my power doesn't come back on as quickly as I'd like it to. And no, we don't get it on any quicker than anybody else just because we work here. But um, it does take a, a, a huge effort from a huge amount of people here that work very closely together and are a great team. Um, and they take great pride in what they do. This isn't just a job at Arkansas Valley. It truly is a mission for us to bring that reliable, safe energy to our members. And, you know, exciting right now that we're bringing Internet to our members, too. I personally do not have Internet service where I live, so I am waiting patiently for us to get wave there because it is going to be such a huge service. I've tried some satellite internet and um, hotspots, and it I can't even stream TV. So being able to have that for our members, including me, is going to be just phenomenal when you see what what we've been able to do. Yep, going to be awesome. Good answer. All right, lightning round, first of the season. All right. <laughs> Six, seven, five. I don't know. We'll just see where this goes. Got to keep them quick. Can't think about them too long, Cindy. Okay. All right. Okay. Start you off the easy one. Favorite work snack? Cheddar popcorn. Ooh, what to drink with it? Hmm. I'm a Sonic girl. Every day get a Sonic Zero, uh, Sprite Zero with raspberry. Mm. Every day. Happy hour Literally in the every morning. Day she happy walks hour. by my office every day with a big Sonic cup. Yep. It's every nice. happy hour. Happy hour every day. That's good. I think, pro tip here, but if you order on the app, it's always happy yes, hour, it right? Is. It is always happy I hour. I love on the, the app. Sonic app. I do. I mean, a sp- sponsorship, <laughs> Jenkins. Um, so, you are you have a bunch of land mm-hmm. in Peter Pender, Arkansas. Yes, I do. With my husband and with, I. with animals on it. Are you a farmer or are you a rancher, Cindy? I am not a rancher. Okay. I, I feel like I'm just a plain old farmer. <laughs> not that that's a bad thing, but I, I'm, I'm a farmer. So what is your least favorite farm chore? <sighs> Least favorite, uh, doctoring a sick animal. Not fun. Stressful. Very stressful because I try to do everything possible to get them better. I was thinking about putting hay out in the winter. That's where my mind automatically went. <laughs> and it is cold and it's nasty, but I always look at, it's true though. I'm going to go in and get something to eat. I need to make sure they've got something to eat. So I, I try to look at it that way. That's a good point. <laughs> I think Jenkins, did you have a lightning round question? Are you ready for it yet? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. do it. Um, how many office plans do you have? Oh gosh! So her, your six, your passion for plants mm-hmm. has coincided with your like it, it's still it's still a major part of you. Mm-hmm. And your office is the only one that I know in this entire building that is pretty and green, <laughs> and you don't have a window. Mm-mm. So all these plants, but they're happy. They're living. They love fluorescent light. Yes, she has found plants that love fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. And I think I have six right now, if I counted correctly. Will you get more? 
uh, I could, you know. You never know. I Sometimes I, I see one and I'll bring it in and think, oh, this will be good for my office. Or sometimes I take them home and swap them out with one at home so they do get a little real light. I have a greenhouse at home. I was going to, that was going to be my, <laughs> I had a, another one. You have a greenhouse and how many like exotic plants do you have that like aren't native to this area? Because I moved here from Florida, I probably have 50 or 60 that have to be heated in the winter. So I have a heated greenhouse that I overwinter them in. They're blooming right now. I have some orchids um, blooming. Awesome. So yeah, that's that's where my, besides taking care of the animals, that's my other sanctuary. When I need to, to de-stress, I go to the greenhouse. <laughs> Is there something you've failed to succeed at when growing? Oh yes. Um, I have not, I haven't been a real good gardener in Arkansas. Um, because I grew up in Michigan, most of my gardening, gardening that I learned was Michigan plants, very different than growing here. For instance, I like English peas, just the regular green peas. It's very hard to grow those in Arkansas because it gets so hot so quickly and they're a cool weather crop. And I had no idea what, what purple hull and black eye and these other peas that you grow here were, and I've had to learn, but um, my garden is still not where I'd like it to be as far as my summer vegetables. I could do better. Are you an expert in poke salad? No, <laughs> not an expert in poke salad. Never heard of it until I came to Arkansas. <laughs> I just remember, and this was probably not safe, we would we would be driving, my father and I would be driving down a back road, and my dad's like, oh, there's poke salad in that field. And then the next thing you know, you're steaming it for the third time. <laughs> and it seems like this isn't a good idea, but a lot of people eat it. They so. do. A lot of people eat it. I personally have never cooked it or tried it. Mm-mm. But my husband is a big fan. I'm sure he would like me to learn how to do that. Scramble. He, he, my dad would eat it with scrambled eggs and Tabasco sauce. Wow. <sighs> I digress. I have another lightning round, and maybe we just shouldn't write these down anymore. Maybe we should just make them up on the spot. As a native, how do you say Michigan? Michigander. Michigander. As a native Michigander. Were you rooting for Alabama or Ohio State last night? Oh, gosh. That is such a tough question. I lived in Ohio for a while, so I, underst- I, I, I have a vague understanding of Michigan versus Ohio. Mm-hmm. So who were you rooting for last night? So I have to jump in before you answer this because she stole my next oh, lightning sorry. round question. It's okay. <laughs> so I was a two-parter. Before you answer that one, so you, Cindy is a Michigan State Spartan Yes. Fan, alum oh. or yeah, I went, alum? I, I did do a few semesters there, a um, little over a year. My degree was in a horticultural school outside of Chicago, but then I did come back and, and go to Michigan State. So so as so as a Spartan, Michigan or Ohio State, who, who is your least, who will you not root for out of those two? Now that I live out of the state of Michigan, and this has had, I've had to, I've grown into this, being gone now 32 years from Michigan. Michigan was always my arch nemesis. Mm -hmm. I don't care who it was, you never rooted for the (laughs) University of Michigan. Never. Absolutely never. Until I moved. When I first moved, we were in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, 
didn't understand at the time what a vol was. What the heck is a vol? They would have it on their <laughs> sign there and understood all about the volunteers. My first real, I guess, SEC school was University of Tennessee. Um, learned a lot about SEC schools and traditions there and kind of started going, oh, well, this this is not the Big Ten, but it's okay. You know, and I and I really enjoyed um, the Tennessee games that I got to go to. Great atmosphere when you when you go to one of their games. Um, had season tickets one year to the Lady Vols and really enjoyed their basketball program. Then um, ended up moving to North Carolina, where I was never an ACC fan, and then to Florida, where um, of course Florida. Um, my son-in-law is a Gator. My daughter is a Florida State graduate, so, you know, you start getting into other little rivalries, but um, I will root for a Big Ten team now, no matter who they are, against anybody, even in the SEC. Um, I really didn't think Ohio State had a chance last night, and Mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised by the way they played in the first half but in the second half it was very apparent that they played what five games less than everybody else because the Big Ten started late yeah Um, Alabama was by far the dominant team and um, it was a good game and I I just always want to see a good game you know I always think of that money for the for those bowls going back to the conference so you know now I have a, a stepdaughter that graduated from the U of A, a son-in-law that graduated from the U of A. Uh, so either way, that was that was a good matchup. So it was hard for me last night. I, I really like watching Alabama's players. I think they've got some class players, and um, it was a really good game. So I was kind of rooting both ways. Are you? How do you watch games? Are you a um, a vocal like sideline coach? Or do you, are you a quiet bystander? Uh, basketball, I'm pretty vocal. Me too. College basketball, I'm pretty vocal. Um, football, maybe. One of my favorite sports um, is hockey. It's very hard to watch hockey. It's very northern of you. Yeah, it's very northern. So hockey yeah. is, is – and that I'm very vocal because you, you want them to hit somebody. <laughs> um, and uh, – so, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty vocal watching sports. What about you, Brandon? We're going to turn this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been, been known. to a Charleston game yeah. with Brandon before. I know he's very vocal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been, been uh, cast as being vocal about everything. So that's probably – I've had toned down some. Kids are getting older. You can embarrass them a lot easier now than when they're little and you know what's interesting is we really thought and when I say that Terry and I really thought um we wouldn't be as vocal when we're grandparents watching our grandkids play oh my gosh I think I'm worse as a grandparent than I was as a parent it's passionate <laughs> we're just passionate yeah. about sports and you just you just want to see them them do well and succeed and and um you know you're just always pushing for them to to do better the most important question of the whole thing, and save the best for last. So, Michael Lloyd, who we name drop on here quite often. We're going to have to get him on a show. Sure. Um, you work. You mentioned you work with Dispatch a lot, and 
Michael Lloyd, I have witnessed weed eating your ditch and property at your house. And you can't, you have to answer this, is Lloyd a better weed eater or dispatcher? Oh, gosh. (laughs) He's a pretty darn good weed eater. Um, And he rides a zero turn pretty well. But he's really grown in that dispatch position, and I'm going to have to say dispatcher. He's come a long ways, and I'm very proud of him. Lloyd is a good fellow. we got to get him in here season two. That's our goal, Jenkins. He'll be getting married in a few months. Perfect. Yeah. County line Lavaca Mm -hmm. marriage. It is. Be interesting to see how that grows. (laughs) I think it'll be just fine. It'll be all right. Be all right. I could always end up in the middle. You know, the one thing that I've learned living where I do is I can go to several different schools and root for several different kids, um, and it's okay. I don't always have to be for County Line because if they play Paris right now, I'm probably going to root for Paris because I have a granddaughter that plays there. Um, You've seen me at Charleston games um, where I can root for them. I've had Ozark. Kids at Ozark. Um, I've seen you in Subiaco gear, mm-hmm. Trojan gear. Yeah. You do. I mean, it's without a doubt, though. You do look the best in black and gold, Cindy. <laughs> and that's what I was telling Lloyd. You know, I was talking to him the other day. We, A lot of us try to give him uh, advice. But I tell him, listen, if it's a problem between Lavaca and County Line, there's a great school right in the middle. Come to Charleston. Charleston is a great school, and I probably have two grandsons that will end up going there because I think they'll play football. I kid. All, we have a lot of good school districts in we the do. area, and Lavaca and County Line aren't bad. So um, before we go, we mentioned that um, we're in season two. I want to personally think, uh, thank Barbara Jenkins for all the work that you put in. All all myself and the guests have to do is is – come and sit down and she has everything ready and she has the notes printed out and she has us prepped on what we need to do so Jenkins you do a great job and look forward to doing many more um, with you hopefully you'll keep having me around I'm really excited for 2021 I think we've got some good stuff coming up it's gonna be a good year all right so for Cindy Bowman uh, producer Barbara Jenkins I'm Brandon Fisher until next time stay safe Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. Visit our website at www.AVECC.com. We hope to see you down the line.